0: This is David in Valley City, North Dakota. I train in Taekwondo, and I support Karate Cafe. Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversations since 2005. Karate Cafe is sponsored by Piranha Gear. Visit piranagear.com for all your martial arts equipment needs. And now, here's your hosts... Paul Wilson and
1: Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody. It's Paul Wilson here with another episode of Karate Cafe. And just one small lopsaw away from me is Dan Williams. Dan, how are you today?
2: Good. How are you, Paul?
1: Great, great, great. Uh, We have a a jam-packed show, well, or at least one that's, you know, thought-provoking and and maybe kind of interesting.
2: Well, of course. I mean, what which what of our shows aren't you know?
1: Ah, well played. Uh, <laughs> e- ever the humble martial artists are we, right? <laughs> that's
2: right. Hey, I'm a humble martial artist, but not a humble podcaster. So, uh, oh. I, think, I think that's a good balance, right?
1: Yeah. Well played. Well played. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've got uh, some good stuff. We've got some a uh, uh, little bit of uh, listener feedback. We've got some uh, things we're talking about uh, housekeeping wise, and then we'll, uh, we'll move on to our topic which uh, is take, do, study, or teach. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into that in just a second. But first, uh, the relatively big news is, for those of you keeping track at home, and for those of you uh, keeping, keeping a, a betting pool in Vegas, this is our 100th show.
2: Yay! Well, and for those of you keeping track at home, you should probably find something better to do with your time. They know. Uh, nope.
1: The uh, uh, Well, I'm excited because this means we can go into syndication now, right?
2: Right, of course.
1: We'll be on TBS like all the times right after Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> and, you know, this I see us going places now.
2: Yeah, um, no doubt. Now we're going to get famous.
1: That's right. Uh, as opposed to infamous, as we are now. Uh, yeah, it's our 100th show. I mean, um, excluding minisodes and, and, and stuff like that, uh, it's been since 2005, and we're just now getting to our 100th show. So, uh, let's let's call it uh, quality over quantity, shall we? There you go, there we go. Uh, but uh, one of the reasons why we're doing the hundredth show is because of you, the listener, who we really do this for, other than to hear ourselves speak. And uh, we have some feedback from our last show, and some feedback kind of in general. Um, this is from the uh, the Twitterverse uh, from uh, Brian Cohen, who tweeted uh, he's listening to episode ninety nine, and he said, "How about doing a best of segment?" Or best of segments instead of reposting full episodes. Oh, and uh, I thought, well, that's kind of a good idea. And I snarkily replied to him. And Brian, if you are listening, remember that it was it was just a joke. Not like we take ourselves particularly seriously. But uh, I said, well, you know, because we have lives. <laughs> because now, uh, if, uh, as of this episode, there would be hundred, uh, you know, one hundred yeah. episodes we would have to go back and like <laughs> listen
2: to and and whatnot. Well, and that's the thing is that honestly, we would we would do a repeat because. We're lazy and don't feel like doing a podcast. And so if we're lazy, we probably don't feel like cutting together a best of. That's the real problem. We need an intern.
1: <laughs> we do. And uh, if anybody wants to be the intern here at the Massive Karate Cafe Studio, right. that'd be great. Well, yeah, um, and one of the things that we, we kind of toyed with and we, we never uh, do is maybe just sitting down to record two shows. What? And then,
2: uh, you know, split those up. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know. Because once we get talking, that's the thing: is that uh, it's it's finding the gaps in our schedule to be able to, to do it. But once you get us talking, it's we're like donkey. it's hard to shut us up, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: true that. Uh, so, uh, but that he got me thinking, of course. And you know, thanks, Brian, for for that uh, that tweet. He's at uh, uh, Prof BD Cohen. So, uh, and he follows us. So, if you follow us on the Twitter you know, uh, go follow him. Uh, Anyway, the, uh, but that brought my mind, so what I did is I just went and looked back at the um, most downloaded episodes. Ah. And so, maybe what I'll do uh, to kind of kick this off is put those back out. Some of them are live, but maybe I'll just, you know, uh, tweet out a, you know, hey, this is our you know, top grossing episode as it were, and uh, (laughs) so it's kind of interesting because I look back at at the subjects and some of them go like, really? Because that doesn't seem that impressive, but you know, I don't know. There it is.
0: Well,
2: you know, the thing is, that the top the top grossing episodes they're all zero, so you can kind of pick anyone from there. Well,
1: that's true, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, oh. and then we also got some uh, uh, a tweet from um, Twin Drills at Twin Twin Drills du uh, and I think that's our good friend Robert who emailed us on last episode because this was from uh, a couple weeks ago, and I just had I just didn't notice it, and uh, he was saying that he would be. He'd be down for a live recording, so oh. uh, you know. And where would it be scheduled? So uh, it we're still. We yeah. I actually don't think we've talked that seriously about it since uh, we mentioned it. But that's something that we are, are going to put on the horizon. And it'll yeah, be, I think it'll, that would be fun. Yeah, you know, and to it'll, it'll do like be like a Google right, or something. right? It'll be a Google Hangout or a talk show uh, kind of situation. You know, you can uh, just like we did. Oh, you know, we did them what like a year ago, year and a half ago, or whatever. And, uh, Talk show, yeah, yeah, or maybe two years. It was, it's been a while, and uh, we did it in the evening, and they didn't really take off. Uh, actually, like I think the last two episodes we did, we had like maybe five people who dialed in, cause you know it's in the evening. So uh, maybe in the afternoon it'll be a little bit easier. But uh, that's definitely on the schedule, and so um, thank you for that feedback on the uh, on the uh, the Twitterverse. I think that that Twitter thing is gonna become something. I mean, it seems to be yeah. I don't know, catching I'm on. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's uh like anyway. A,
2: it's like but <laughs> it's just like Google and the iPhone. I don't know if it's gonna be a big deal or not.
1: I mean, who's gonna really want all that, you know. Right. To pay attention to all the time. I just um, need my
2: phone to make calls, you know.
1: I actually, you know, it's kinda of funny because I mean and, and we say that jokingly, you know, we're both IT guys and yeah. and whatnot and, and several the people that we listen to and or,
2: and that listen to us and that some, some, well, ma- it's, many of my I students think, in school, it's still kind of an, uh, uh an IT ish thing. It's still a geek culture thing. Yeah,
1: I think so. Because I actually was talking to a guy who's, you know, he's a martial artist and whatnot and,
2: you know, has a smartphone and all that stuff like that.
1: And I just said, uh, Oh, Hey, you know, I have this podcast. You might want to listen to it. And he's like, what's a podcast. Right. So, you know, it's all context. It's all, you know, kind of, we mentioned uh, an episode ago, Yep. Uh, anyway, so to come back to that whole uh, uh, our gross is zero thing, uh, you may have noticed <laughs> at the beginning of the show that um, we had uh, one of our listeners uh, blurb out about that they mm-hmm. that they support, uh, you know, their style, their name, their style. And Which is um, cool. And that they support Karate Cafe. And so what I did was I, uh, I emailed all the people who have ever donated to us and... Uh, said, you know, hey, could you just record a quick blurb, you can call into the comment line or you can, uh, you know, and in this case he recorded it and then emailed it to me and just Mm -hmm. basically that, a name, your style, or maybe your school or whatever, where you're at, and the fact that you support Karate Cafe, so that way, you know, there's there's a, a voice to the, you know, I'm saying people are sending donations and whatnot but they should deserve some recognition to help supporting this podcast as yeah. you know, it, 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 we we will love your emails and you know we love your tweets and we love your 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 phone calls and stuff like that but you know we kind of We need, love your money more. We love your money. We love to pay for the hosting and stuff. So yeah. um anyway so uh, and you guys can all do that you can all go to the the website and you can all say hey uh you know donate a buck 5 bucks your your coffee money whatever you want to do and then uh, give us a call or record a thing and, and we'll put you on the show and let you know uh, what's going on. And as always, uh, if you have a seminar coming up, you know, a month or two down the road, give us a, a call and, and donate a little money and you can put a little thing on there about, uh, you know, your upcoming seminar. Uh, yeah, that'd know, be cool. Represent your school, let people know that, about our podcast and let people know you support it and that would be uh, fantastic. Yeah, for sure. So, uh Anyway, uh, enough of all that. So it's our hundredth show, you know. I <clears> want <throat> you to celebrate the hundredthness by going to KarateCafe.com karate slash amazon and uh, celebrate by buying yourself something nice.
2: There you go. That sounds awesome. There you go. And you know, that just uh, that's a present for yourself and a present for us. Then.
1: There you go, and a present for all all the people in this karate cafe community that that's that Dan right. calls home. That's right. You
2: know? That's right.
1: And we will be back right after some sort of musical interlude.
2: Oh, that's <laughs> fancy!
1: With the uh, hey, man, hundredth episode, gotta do something. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, maybe i will play something from the, from a uh, hundred years ago. Uh, anyway, we'll be right back with our topic. Here we go again. Here we go. And we're back. Uh, today's uh, topic, as you've seen on the in the show notes, I'm or like... topic de jour, as we call
2: it sometimes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <We're looking laughs> you
1: being all fancy schmancy! It's for
2: use of that guys out there.
1: Well, it's hundredth you know, episode. We got to be. We got to. I'm, I'm a podcasting in a tux. I'm wearing a you know a tux with a hakama, so I'm all you know looking special. <laughs> uh, anyway, today's topic is take, do, study, or teach, and.
2: Now, what exactly do you mean by that? Because uh, I'm not sure.
1: That's good. That's good. Well,
2: yeah. uh, well, that's
1: a whole point. Well, you know, it's it's kind of the you know maybe it kind of harkens back to sort of the the the, the customer versus student, or the student versus teacher, or, you know, that, that that Rocky or Mickey sort of thing. It's you know it's mm-hmm. kind of is it's a natural progression as a martial artist, and then it's also kind of like the subtle you know layers of martial arts is you, you, everyone used to say you know back in the days like well you know like don't mess with me man I take karate yeah. you know or I take judo or or whatever and then you know maybe at a certain point you know if, as you become a slightly more serious it's like you know you're gonna go do you know like some people say like you know like they're, they're judo players like you know they, they did their they, it's it's something that they do it's an active kind of thing it's fun yep. it's, it's hobby it's whatever and then my personal favorite is I like to say I study I study martial arts, you know. Right. I, I don't even say I study, you know, karate in and of itself. I study martial arts cuz I'm kind of interested about martial arts as a whole. And then not so often I say, you know, like oh well, yeah, I teach martial arts. Because, yes. Because I do and and so I mean it cuts off, I think on a, on a whole lot of levels. And I think as someone who who uh, you know, takes, does, studies, teaches Or plays in the martial arts you know maybe every now and again you should step back and reflect and go like you know what am i doing yeah you know am i taking it is it just something i'm kind of farting around with you know am i studying it you know do i intend to teach it well if i intend to teach it i really should probably be studying it right yep so give me your thoughts
2: Well, well um you know, I think this goes back to the uh, i I think I've used the term uh, practice I practice martial arts um, and it kind of it it's you know it's just vocabulary that that you put on top of what it is you mean right It's all to communicate an idea, but um words kind of hold a power too you know they th- there's a whole reason that they mean something and so if if you're constantly thinking to yourself um you know i i do martial arts um then there's probably a chance that i don't know you're you're not you're not taking it seriously for lack of a better word um and that doesn't that's not a bad thing necessarily it's just you know it's uh i, I know i know a lot of people who have uh hyperactive children and those hyperactive children uh, do martial arts. And the reason that they do it is to get them some exercise and uh, expose them to the discipline of martial arts and, you know, for various and sundry reasons. I don't think that, you know, most of the time anyway, the reason is not to... Uh, give them a lifelong skill that will change their attitude about the universe you know i mean it's just it, or or even you know i'm, I'm i've sent my 8 year old to martial arts so that they can grow up and learn to beat people's ass uh that's generally not the intention either so there's there's nothing wrong with that mentality but if you know if you are more serious about it or want to be more serious about it, um, then that attitude should probably be reflected in the vocabulary that you use as far as do I practice, study, uh, teach, and what is it that um, you hope to gain in your, your purpose for doing so. I know that for me, I decided quite a while ago that um, it was kind of a, a hobby, and that's what it was going to be. I was never going to be one of those guys that starts uh, meditating on a daily basis and you know does it from the sort of ground up experience of I'm going to go to the Shaolin Temple and all that jazz. Um, but I know that there are guys that do that, and that's totally cool too. Uh, but again, it's that your your attitude towards it is. Um, is it reveals itself uh, in the vocabulary that you use to describe it. Yeah, is that I, what you, is that what you're getting at?
1: Yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, and it, it's you know, like I can look back at you know my students, right? I've got a a, a small selection of very fine students, and I'm I'm glad to have them, and uh, humbled that they have chosen to train with me. But uh, it, as a you know an instructor, I kind of look at them, and I kind of on some of them, I kind of go like, okay, you're just taking it. You know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe you're doing it Mm -hmm. and uh, you guys over there are uh, studying, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, you're probably going to want to teach at some point, you know, so it's – and, you know, if I had a larger school, I would probably – you know, kind of parse that out much more of like, okay, well, I'm going to show them some stuff and whatever, and they're going to futz around, but they're not really going to practice, and they're just kind of messing around. And those guys are fairly serious, so maybe I may spend a little more time talking to them and, you know, whatever. And these guys are, are you know, obviously, you know, martial artists, you know. And, yeah. and, I, and I think that's probably, you know, a, you know, a, a classification of someone who, you know, has no longer, you know, takes or does, but you know, really studies it is. They're right. a martial artist, you know, and and they don't have to be a black belt to do that. They could be a martial artist and still be, you know, quote unquote, lower rank.
2: Oh, know? absolutely. And and not all black belts are uh, what I would consider people that study martial arts.
1: Well, no, yeah. I mean, there's there's guys. I mean, that that clearly say, you know, like you know, like, I just I want my black belt. You know, mm-hmm. and that's you their know, goal. yeah, and they're and yeah, and that's it. And then you know, I've you know run across people who like their whole thing is like I want to get my black belt so I can teach and then they, they the inference is, is so I can make money which you know suckers <laughs> who sold them that deal yeah their instructor who made money off them so, them so they actually figured it out you know so yeah. <clears throat> it's well it's... you
2: know i guess it, it, and i to me it's it's like one of those questions of oh well uh, what books do you have in your library Oh well, I I study martial arts, but I've never read a book about martial arts. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so that's that's kind of one of those things of how seriously how how serious are you at it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, and and it's not a, a quantity because I mean like I don't remember when I when I made the transference. I don't remember. Right. I mean, I just did it kind of as a lark because mm-hmm. a buddy of mine did it and it was close. And then at some point, you know, I must have transferred. From you know, just taking it as a fun thing yeah. to you know doing it and being really interested in it, and then I probably, I probably don't really consider myself um, as someone who was studying it until after my black belt. I mean, I I knew black belt was the goal, and I knew that, you know, or you know, at that point it was like whoo the black belt, the black belt, the black belt, and I didn't really understand. So probably after Shodan was, you know, the time where I was like, okay, you know, there's much more to this than there is. You know, just this yeah. punching and kicking stuff, you know. And, and uh, our, you know, Federation leader kind of at the time, he told me, he said, you know, don't study another style until after you get your black belt
2: because
1: then you have that framework. And right. so that's probably when I switched to the study part. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I didn't really ever intend to teach. I mean, it wasn't like I was like, eh, I'm not teaching. I was just doing, yeah. you know, I was still kind of in my process. And like I say, you know, I've said in the past was, you know, I you know at a certain point I was kind of assistant instructing and I found that interesting but I still didn't have a whole like I want to have my school I just had you know stuff where like I kind of stuck that in my pocket of like okay you know if I ever end up being an instructor yeah, this is the kind of stuff I'm going to do and then at one day I was like okay now it's time for me to start a class you know and I
2: just and then I transferred yeah. to that part it's funny. I think I've wanted, I, I've wanted to have my own school since I was probably 16. Wow. I, I, I kind of always knew that it's something that I was definitely interested in and wanted to t- – I, I wanted to be the guy at the front of the room. At the time, it was a girl, but um, I didn't want to be a girl. I just meant I wanted to be in the structure. <laughs> I wanted to be the person in the front of the room that everybody else looked up to. And it wasn't really about having a school or anything like that i just i i i sort of wanted i wanted that uh i don't know even what you call it, but i'm sure everybody everybody knows what i'm talking about the the respect that you give and and look at your instructor with uh that's how i wanted to pe- people to see me and so i knew uh from the beginning that that that's something I wanted to do uh Ironically enough, that's not where I'm at in my life now. But I think that, you know, I'm in a in a, in a particularly strange situation, and that I feel like I am someone that studies martial arts but doesn't actually do martial arts. Uh, I'm at a at a lull in my in my martial arts practice right now, where I haven't I haven't gone to a class in probably a year or so. Um, yet I still watch youtube videos all the time and i read martial art uh, not just martial art books where there's you know a fight scene in the book but like the dao of jeet Jitsu and stuff like that um so th- you know none of this stuff is mutually exclusive um but uh yeah so you can be in any category it's just really your your mental focus behind where you're at right now
1: oh, yeah yeah I- yeah and I I mean I don't think it needs to be you know an active or passive thing I think that's nope. you know it's it's part of the path it's part of the journey which right. I think is actually probably you know if if you're willing to just kind of like accept it and say this is what I'm doing you know I'm just kind of I'm in the moment and I'm I'm learning and doing my stuff you're on that path you're on the on the nope. path to go from take do to study to teach and you may not even be teaching I mean I've I've known quite a few people that are you know relatively high rank you know, and but mm-hmm. they don't have their own dojo or their own school. They yeah. They teach under someone else, or mm-hmm. you know, they they teach, but they teach just the kids class or whatever. And you know, they may still, you know, maybe in their head they're just thinking like, well, I'm just doing this so I can get free training, <laughs> or 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 something. You know, in which case I think maybe that's kind of a take situation. And yeah. I and and arguably I think that also may be you may have reverted back to take because you know you've 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 gained all this knowledge and a level of experience and stuff like that but you're not turning it back around you know and and, and perpetuating it you know one of the things that i last night i was discussing with my students i said one of the reasons why i i'm teaching is i guess i've kind of become a i've become a taker at that point because like i've got a lot of stuff i have to remember mm-hmm. and i can't do it all by myself and i can't do it all my, but as as i teach I have to do it, so it keeps me fresh. It keeps it yeah. keeps me, and it keeps me thinking, and so it keeps me studying, because I have to, Well, you
2: know. and I'm sure that you you also, as as an instructor, you know, you you start to see things in a different way, in that uh, it's not just I have to I have to do this again. Back to the do teach, I have to do this, but I have to teach it. So when you when you see uh, a particular technique that. You know, it's, it's, I guess it's, it's a different brain analysis between, um, I have to do this and I have to teach someone else to do this. And then, of course, there's the very kind of meta level where I have to teach someone to teach it, <laughs> uh, which is also kind of a different, like I say, level of, uh, mentality, but, I know I look at techniques differently. If I know, if I think to myself, okay, I'm gonna have to communicate this to someone who is a beginner. How do how do I do that? I mean, do I my okay? The it's the inside over the outside while you're doing a kick kind of thing. All right. Well, let me break that down into its steps. Well, if I'm just if I'm just trying to learn it to my, for myself, I might just watch somebody do it. And go, oh, I can connect those movements together and just start repeating the pattern.
1: Yeah, the uh, and and that also kind of pops in my mind of, mm-hmm. you know, the guys. You know, we talked about like, you know the the multi style masters and stuff. Yeah, is you know they you know arguably study martial arts, but really they just kind of went places and took stuff yep for in purpose you know and and so you know i don't know <clears throat> yeah and, and, <laughs> it's it's like well you know where, where do you stand it's like okay well you know if yeah. you think that you know you can cook all this together into something that's new and cool well you know or if that's part of your studying or you know that, that kind of like goes well, up I and down it. the ladder
2: right yep I, I get it and i've 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 sort of experienced all the above I mean I I think that there are you know there's this tendency to say oh if it's if it's an art that someone has created themselves then it's not legitimate Um, the problem with that is that at some point all arts were something that someone created right So you can't just immediately say, oh, this is something new or a collection of a bunch of old, so I'm going to dismiss it. At the same time, the easiest way to become a 10th degree black belt is to become the founder of a style and declare yourself a 10th degree black belt. (laughs) Right. Just write
1: it on your business card.
2: Yeah. I know one of one of my my uh my instructor in uh Lansing, Kent Nelson, he often refers to um what he does as a system rather than a style because he feels like if he terms it a, a system saying pulling pieces and parts from different styles and incorporating that into a a system of training or a certain regime so that you learn that stuff, and things flow together, and things make sense. And you put you put like with like. I mean, that's what a lot of training is: is getting your brain to put like with like. So if you're able to put like with like, then it's a it's a system of learning different styles as opposed to a different style. And I I kind of like that, um, but at the same time, I think that he's 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 probably making that stretch of that definition so to avoid the criticism of oh well you're just you're just making a style because you couldn't get good enough at another one kind of thing. And uh I know that for him that's not the case. Um but he's I, I'm sure that he's trying to dodge those landmines whenever he talks to anybody about well, the style of the, you know, the, the style that I teach is not really a style. It's a system. And I teach a system that includes, you know, Jeet Kune Do and Silat and uh, all these other things. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a bit of a landmine, is, is, I think, from, from that particular bent. But I do think that he's one of those guys for example that is a he's he's what i would call a true martial artist like he he gets it he internalizes it and he studies it i mean he's an instructor that is he's at seminars constantly around the country not as an instructor but as a student because he's he's just constantly learning and constantly relearning stuff so that then he can pass that along to his students so um that's one of those cases where, hey, he he teaches and studies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> I don't know how many times I've seen it. Uh, you see schools, you know, especially like uh, when BJJ blew up, and then yep. you know Krav Maga blew up, you yep. know, and then you know whatever when Taibo blew up, and you would see guys that you know they would go to a weekend seminar and come back and they put ah, it in the program, you know, yeah. or or whatever. And I mean, like, that's a classic, like, take, you know, situation. Yep. It's like, they went from take to teach, but there was no study or do, maybe, in between there. So, yep. yeah, I think that's probably an essential component of between, you know, going... Uh, like, like, we incorporate, uh, like, like, Hoobud, uh, Hoobud yep. drill, you know. And yep. it's not necessarily part of our system,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it works well. And so... Right.
2: It's a flow drill. Yeah, it's a it, nice it, 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 flow drill.
1: It, it's a flow drill, but but when we did it, I was like, okay, I see the the merit of that. I see the value of that, and you know, we did it for a while. And then I you know, and I watched some videos, mm-hmm. you know, and I talked to some people and we practiced it. And it took a it took quite a while before I said, "Okay, now I'm going to start putting this you know, in my dojo.
2: Into practice.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, we went to a couple seminars where we did it, you know, we did our 2 D seminars and stuff like that, where I didn't, because I didn't feel like I had a good grasp of it, or I just had, like, mm-hmm. the most tenuous, and, right. you know, arguably I still do, uh, but <laughs> but uh, now it's at a point where I feel like, okay, you know, and so our, you know, instructor that, that introduced this into the system and, and, and taught it, we were at a a seminar, block about class—I don't know, whatever—and there was a group of people there, and some of them did it, and some of them didn't do it. And he was uh, talking about the merits of it, and blah 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 blah. And yeah. he pointed at me, and he says, "Paul, I know you do it. Come here." And he demonstrated it. And to me, so that was my point, where I was like, "Okay, this is—I got to step up now." <laughs> well, no, well, but it, no, it was an acknowledgement. In my head, I was like, "Okay, well, this is one of my senior guys, and he acknowledges that I, I can do see. it." Right. you know and he still corrected some of the stuff so i screwed up don't get me wrong but that's kind of where i started okay now I've, I've i took it and i did it and i kind of studied it and now i feel i can teach it because right. you know somebody who has seen me do it and you know has uh, showed me stuff and stuff like that has acknowledged okay yeah you do that you know and and so that was that was that progression which i just kind of put together just now mm-hmm. that uh you know oh okay i th- that was my prog- i i took those steps and now i incorporate it and i like it and my students now you know i kind of pushed on it and they were all like ah but now they've incorporated it and they like it so yeah um
2: well and i think too it's the it, it it's also the context in which you you present it as an instructor because if um you know, if, if you take Tai Chi for two months or go to a couple of Tai Chi seminars and then want to start teaching push hands in your class and you're presenting it as, this is, this is the way to do it, um, that's not good. If you're presenting it as, hey, I, you know, I'm learning just like you guys are, I went and I learned this new thing. I think it's really interesting. And I think that we should incorporate it in our, in the, in the curriculum and, that's where it's coming from. I'm not a Tai Chi master. I don't. I've been doing this my whole life, but I think it's interesting enough to experiment with it in class. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. In fact, I would almost encourage that behavior. Um, but you know, I, I, I've actually got a great example of this. Is that I was watching, or I, I can't remember what it was. I was watching some martial art video online where um, uh, it was a it was a gun disarm and. I have been kind of, you know, I've, I've seen the technique a million times over, where it's some sort of uh, automatic handgun, and you 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 sort of grab the barrel and twist and you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what I never realized before is that I always thought that if you if you grab the barrel, the would still have to slide to fire and that's not the case the the round in the chamber will fire without without the slide moving and i had seen it practiced and taught a million times where if you just grab the slide then the gun the gun will jam and won't fire um and I think that kind of thing is a direct, a direct result from somebody going to a seminar somewhere and learning a technique and not truly having a good understanding of uh, the, the functional details of the technique and then teaching it as if they're an expert about it. And that's really dangerous.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a, a, a really good sort of object lesson. You know, yeah and, and and same thing with you know like gun defenses in general and knife defenses you know people uh, have asked me about you know like oh you know do you teach knife fighting I'm like no cuz I don't want to fight with a knife <laughs> yeah. yeah if someone pulls a knife on me and I have a knife and you know, it's like that uh movie uh, Spartan with uh, mm-hmm. Val Kilmer as an action hero once again and that's what he said and, you know he says you know army guys and he says what do you teach and they said oh I teach knife fighting and he said don't teach him knife fighting teach him how to kill with a knife that way, yeah. when they run it up against somebody who knife fights, they'll send them to hell. There you go. And I was like, oh, you know, that's badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. <laughs> and, but 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 really, I mean, I guess you know, it's the the, the whole you know, like, well, if someone's threatening you with a knife, they're threatening your life. So, uh, which you know, asterisk, I don't encourage that, nor do I. You know, that's not legal advice. Uh, but but you know, so when I when I think about that, I I mean, I enjoy the the the, I guess the you know the art and the concept of fighting mm-hmm. with a knife. Mm-hmm. and all that stuff like that but I mean i don't I don't pursue it really because I just i don't value it that much and whatever and I well, don't want to pass on junk information
2: so well and that's the biggest thing is that um again I think it's 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 really about being being honest with yourself and with your students and it if uh if you took a, a weekend knife fighting seminar and there were a couple of elements that you thought were really interesting um who knows you might do something like take the you, you you had mentioned that there were there were students that you felt were more studiers than doers you may take them side after class and say hey let's just let's just kind of have a jam session to to go through some of this stuff that i learned at the seminar because i think it's interesting um and yeah. that's that's much different than saying I've taken this at a seminar somewhere, and now I'm going to present myself as an authority on it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then you also, you know, you do and you study, Mm -hmm. you know, and then one day maybe you can teach it or you can uh, teach a component of it that reflects uh, against your system. I think that's a responsible and um, um,
2: well, just plain responsible way to go. (laughs) Yep, it is. Well, and it's funny because I was. I think sometimes you can maybe present yourself as an authority when you don't actually mean to, because I was listening to last week's podcast and I thought, "Boy, we we kind of sound like we know what we're talking about," and I have no idea what I'm talking <laughs> Like I'm a moron, but boy, I say it with authority. <laughs> well, there's a certain uh, measure of that. It's
1: you know the command voice. It's like it you is. Know, you've got to you got to <laughs> present yourself an authority you know, for, for, you know, whatever, and, and, and talk about it and just act like, you know, what you're talking about. And sometimes, you know, hopefully it's not a life or death sort of thing, but right. You know, it's,
2: uh, well, and I think that's probably why more care has to be taken in, in training with martial arts is that if, uh, you know, if you get a, a newbie in the dojo and you say, well, this is, this is the invincible technique, they're, they're not going to know any better and they're going to, there's a good chance that they'll believe you. Oh, just punch them in the throat. It's no problem. I mean, like eye gouges. It, it's so difficult to gouge out an eye that people just don't, people think they just, oh, I'll just stick my finger in their eye. Yeah. Well, they're going to have their eyes squeezed shut. You know, they're not going to have their eyes wide open while you're jamming your finger in there. It's a hell of a lot more difficult than most people think. No, and it's not. That,
1: my mom used to say, "I would do it like all the time." Put your what, eye out, you know. Watch like out for that. Right. Like it, watch out for that cotton well, ball. You'll put your eye out. I mean, that, this that, is, that's
2: yeah. That's it, because you can't look down the barrel of your Red Rider BB gun. It just, it just,
1: it just happens so fast.
2: You, you, you can't, you can't. Believe that's it. right. Yes, I mean, if you have, if you have Kill Bill skill then uh, yes, you can pluck an eye out. But other than that, it's a lot harder than a lot of people make it seem to be. Absolutely.
1: And I think on that little piece of information, I think we'll, uh, we'll wrap this uh, episode up. Don't, All don't, right. Don't pluck an eye out. It's much harder than you don't think. Don't pluck That's, an eye out. If, if you take nothing else from this episode, take that. Uh, you know, we, uh, great conversation, Dan.
2: Yeah, I think so too. I think it was a, a wonderful interaction. Um, I have a request just to just to make it well i have two things to say in closing one after 100 episodes paul i would like to acknowledge you as the producer of this podcast you're the one that makes the schedules and cuts the audio and posts the things and does the stuff so thank you for doing that i i, I greatly appreciate that so oh
1: thanks man yeah um, you know it's 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 a labor of love yeah uh you know as, as much as we we went about needing uh you know donations, which we still do. Uh, you know it's, but it's work.
2: I've it's, done it before. I did it when when Sterling and I had that podcast. And you know y- you can you can upload the audio file a uh, hundred times, and I guarantee you half the time something's going to get screwed up. Yeah,
1: so. and, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- there's a lot of components going on, and it's. Yeah. But you know, like everything else, it's just it's. I I find it worth doing because I get to talk with you. I get to talk yeah. with people across this great land and this great world of ours. And, yep. uh, you know, it's, 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 my study. It's my, it's my teach. It's my, yeah. you know, uh, you know, just, just don't be taking it, everybody. Um, <laughs> but maybe one day it'll help them along their path. And, and, you know, yeah, thanks thanks for cool. for sticking around with, with us for that. These, the, low these many episodes listening and then, you know, joining <laughs> in the conversation and then, yeah, you know, caught right. And half I of used it. to
2: be just a listener.
1: That's right. Well, me too. You know, that's the yeah. thing. Well, yeah, see, so right. there's, there's the progression again. You there know, I is. took, we took the podcast and then and we, you know. Now we do the podcast. Now we do the podcast. You know, and we studied we... how to uh, do it halfway That's decently. Right. That's and, right. Uh, and I've actually had a chance to teach a couple people. A friend of mine who's a local comedian, he just started a podcast and he was actually asking me oh, cool. how to do it. Well, it's so, easier
2: than most people think, I think. It is. I mean, and It is and it isn't. Like, I I think people get caught up in the equipment. Yeah. like it's it's really not about the equipment
1: no much much like more arts, it doesn't matter the uniform it doesn't matter what it is it's you know how the you apply it and, you know yeah paying attention and uh but i mean uniforms are important so go buy them from pranagear.com so yeah yeah that, that stuff's important um but anyway yeah thanks dan and thank you guys everyone for listening to us for these uh these uh Unofficially, 100 official episodes. 100 episodes. That's right, and uh, look for us on TBS pretty soon. You know, Uh, maybe we'll <laughs> right do a marathon. Yeah, they'll do like a whole marathon, you totally. know, and and then we'll be done. But uh, Dan, it's always a pleasure talking to you. You too, pal. And for all you wonderful listeners out there, we will talk to you all again very soon.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Karate Cafe. You can join the conversation by emailing us at KarateCafe at gmail.com. Call our comment line at 469-844-5791 or log into to the forum at KarateCafe.com. Remember, you can support the show by visiting our sponsor, PiranhaGear.com, or shopping at Amazon through our link, KarateCafe.com slash Amazon, or donate at KarateCafe.com. I'm Steve Henderson, proud supporter and voice talent for Karate Cafe. If you or someone you know needs an effective voice for a film, television, radio, or new media web project, contact me at Voiceovers at gmail.com or call me at 404-314-8400. Once again, thanks for listening to Karate Cafe.